It's good. It sucked. It's meh. Everyone has an opinion, but only I have the balls to tell you the truth as I see it. You want to know how good a movie really is? Well, sit back, kick your feet up, because you're about to witness a common man's review. Let's get this mother started out right as another past and present movie review episode begins now. Whoa. <laughs> My goodness, the go woke, go broke folks aren't gonna like this. What's up, it's your boy Enigma back with another past and present review episode, and today we're gonna talk about the Miss Marvel series. So, I'm just gonna be honest with you, this was a series I wasn't really rushing to watch. I the reason I came across it, I guess, I was looking for She-Hulk on a Wednesday. For some reason, I thought Marvel released all their stuff on Wednesday. I think they normally did, but for some reason, She-Hulk has been a Thursday viewing show. So when I went there, you know, I've, I've been hearing about Miss Marvel, but I really wasn't enthused about watching it. And, you know, with She-Hulk not setting to premiere the day after, I decided I might as well go ahead and give this one a watch. And I have my reasons of not wanting to watch it. One, I have no idea who this character is. Now, I'm not as big in the comic books as I was when I was younger, but I had no idea who this character was and didn't really want to <laughs> partake in it. That was number one. Number two, I... The whole Marvel thing, the the Miss Marvel, I'm assuming, at the time, and then when you saw the trailers, it was a bunch of Captain Marvel love, and I hate, hate, hate Captain Marvel. I didn't like the movie, um, and I don't know, maybe it's just Brie Larson I don't like. <laughs> I just, I don't know, there's something about Captain Marvel that I just really despise, so... Seeing a show called Miss Marvel and then seeing that this character was a big Captain Marvel fan kind of turned me away too. So there was a lot of things and a lot of reasons why I didn't want to watch this show. And, you know, I've seen under the different threads about the show and it was created geared more for kids. And I get that, you know, fine, kids can have their show, although... One thing I am against is I'm sick and tired of these superhero kids movie shows. It's like they follow the same cliche. Either the kid is a nerd, the kid is a loner, they come across superpowers, and the next thing you know, they are superheroes, and that pretty much happened in this one. Matter of fact, and this is just getting off subject for a second, I don't want to see another Peter Parker <laughs> movie where he's in high school for the rest of my life it's like spider-man didn't have any life outside of high school if you let the movies and tv shows tell it i mean the man graduated the man had a whole life where he was an adult and for some reason they don't want to tell those stories they just want to tell the high school stories and you know it's getting old you know we've seen it it's been overdone I mean, even with um, Stargirl, you had that. With Shazam, you had that. I'm sick and tired of this whole superhero kid trope that they push out there. I mean, these people had lives outside of school. So let's see that for a change, maybe. Try to change it up a little bit. And, you know, it's just me. But um, 
you know, one of the things I didn't notice about the show is the whole, this is a, a, what you call it, a South Asian, Pakistani American superhero and a Muslim. <laughs> and so I'm thinking about the go woke and go broke folks who really just hate anything dealing with minorities. So let's, let's go down the checklist here. All right. So we got a minority check, female check, Muslim check. <laughs> I mean, you could see them in the comments really giving this character the business. And I don't think it's unfair to say that these people really just do not like anybody who is not the traditional white male character. I mean, it's just to be honest. This whole go woke and go broke thing movement is just dumb because there are a lot of different diversity in the world and for some reason they don't want to see it now here's what my problem is with the character the character for what i understand first debuted in 2013 okay so 2013 that's nine years ago most of the characters that they're making shows of these are characters that have been around for a while and they have a fan base. And in 2013, I mean, what is that? Nine years since I've recorded, you know, after I've recorded this. So it's 2022 now, depending on when you're listening. That is just not enough, in my opinion, to really make a series over. And, and don't get me wrong. I see what Disney is trying to do. They're trying to diversify their characters. And I respect that. I respect the hell out of that because... The best part of this show, in my opinion, is when you were looking at the different culture. And that's what made the show great. The whole superhero trope and all that foolishness. I mean, it's been done before. The whole teen stuff. It it, it just really wasn't my thing, just to be honest with you. It, It was just, you know, you've seen it all before. Now, what I haven't seen before... Is this a character like this living in America with the different cultures and traditions? And even when they went back to Pakistan, I mean, you got to see the life over there. And that's when I think the character and the story is at its strongest. Um, Matter of fact, my favorite scene throughout the entire series was actually the wedding. Now, I don't know if all weddings are like that in the Muslim faith or in the Pakistani faith. Or, not, I guess Pakistani is not a faith, but you know what I mean. <laughs> but that's when the show was good because it's a culture that I don't deal with often. And to really see behind the scenes, I thought it was excellent. It's just when they started doing the superhero stuff that I just kind of like eh, started to teeter away from it. I'm a little confused about the character because I see her power. I saw she got the power from the bracelet and, you know, it it really, it was just a generic show, just to be honest with you. So I'm not looking at it as a show that people are looking at it as, oh my God, the racial context and all that type of stuff. I mean, I liked all the characters. I liked every last one of them that was in there. Um... Matt Lentz, who plays Bruno, I don't think he fit in too much, but all the rest of them, and I really don't want (laughs) to try to uh, mispronounce some of these names. Uh, Iman Valeni, who played Kamala Khan, who was the main character. I enjoyed her. Uh, Yasmin Fletcher as Nakia. I believe that's how it's pronounced. 
I liked her character. I even liked her mother. You know, I liked all the characters in here. Her mother, her brother, even the the villains in the show. I enjoyed them as well. But, you know, it was just a typical show. It was like there really isn't nothing in this other than they threw in the whole Pakistani theme. And there's like a lot of the music, a lot of the um, costumes, a lot of the culture. That's when the show was good. It was interesting. It was fun. I liked that. But the story itself, generic. And I think Marvel is really just running out of things to do. I mean, it had its moments throughout the show that were pretty entertaining. Now, I think the the villains, I... Here's my thing with them. They were trying to basically use her to use the bracelet to get back home. As what they said. And, you know, they have been looking for this bracelet or looking for this power to get back home for like years. I'm talking about generations. And it just seems to me after they finally find her and kind of manipulate her to asking her to help them get home. You know, I saw it right from the beginning. Now, keep in mind, the girl is 16 years old, I believe. So she's still a little naive. You know, an adult can look at that. I would have been suspicious from the first time I met them, but she's still a little naive. She's just getting this power. She's still trying to understand things. So I can see why she would, you know, think about it. But then the villain, um, I believe it's uh, Najma. I'm, like I said, it's hard for me to really pronounce some of these names. But the villain decides that, you know, we're running out of time. And I'm thinking to myself, this has been like three different generations y'all have been looking for this. Why are you all of a sudden running out of time? They attacked the wedding, which was probably one of the better scenes in the show. And it was, like I said, it was a good show to a certain aspect, but again, they made generic characters and that's what really was the big struggle. Um, I do like the relationship that Cameron and Kamala had. It was, it was interesting, you know, to say the least. And he basically was working with Najma to find this artifact and the person who can help them get home and at the end you know and like i said a lot of it didn't make sense and they didn't spend the time to really make it make sense she najma sacrificed her life and since i guess a power over to her son cameron and he couldn't control the power and then you have the the you know the ending of the show that just kind of went all over the place with damage control trying to control the superheroes and so let me let me just start let me back up for a second and talk about damage control so damage control they were i guess you would say the actual villains of the show <laughs> as they were trying to nail down any type of superhero i guess that they didn't know about and their whole point was they were chasing uh, Kamala throughout the show. And they were also trying to get Cameron, get him under wraps after they found out that he has powers too. And I don't know, it just seemed kind of crazy. And then at the end, when Cameron was losing a lot of his 
control of whatever power that his mother gave him or sent to him or whatever she did to him. I'm thinking to myself, this is in New York, okay? Where are Spider-Man? You know, where's Spider-Man at? Where's Jessica Jones, <laughs> Luke Cage, you know, Daredevil? Because there was a lot going on. And you would think that some superhero would have been out there. You're leaving basically the well-being of these people in the hands of a 16-year-old. And at the end, she was able to make it work. But... You know, it, it's just the Marvel shows that does this. Anything taking place in New York, I kind of look past as like, it doesn't make sense because there's a whole bunch of other superheroes in the area and nobody did anything. <laughs> you know, and I know that this is, especially with damage control looking around, I know that they're available, but for some reason they didn't want to help. He was losing control of his power. He could have killed everybody in the crowd, but Miss Marvel was able to kind of take it down. And one other thing I wanted to mention about this movie is, like I said, we were talking about the culture. One of the things that made it really funny is they use a lot of those stereotypes in the comedy. Like when Damage Control showed up at the mosque, everybody had their idea out and they're like, yeah, this is, you know, say something along the lines of, this is normal for us. So, you know, really using real life stereotypes as far as how many times they've been raided just by the government. They already have their IDs out. They already know what's going on. And I thought that was pretty funny. And then Nakia made a comment one time as far as being monitored. She says, I believe the Department of Sanitation has us monitored. We're a mosque. <laughs> Um, I can't remember how she put it, but she said something about we're a Muslim mosque in America. I believe the Department of Sanitation is even monitoring us. And so they're joking about a lot of these things that are real life stereotypes. And I thought that was good to get that in there. And like I said, that's when the show was at its best, when it was actually taking those cultural differences and actually making it into something that we could laugh about. Now, it's no laughing matter in real life. Obviously, you don't want the government to continue to raid mosques and stuff just because, you know, of their religious backgrounds. But, you know, you can take it and laugh at it, just like when you're dealing with black folks and they're talking about being harassed all the time and things like that. You know, we can make those jokes and put them into the real world, but... Again, the go woke, go broke folks probably didn't like that, thinking, you know, it's just racist or whatever. But these are real life stereotypes that people, you know, of that culture probably run into daily. I mean, they're probably searched and seized mosques, you know, just for terror activity, threats and things like that. So there's a lot that they go through. And I, like I said, I enjoy the fact that Disney is bringing a character like that out here. I just think it was just terribly marketed. It was cliched with the same thing with the little kids. You know, it's the same trope. Nothing changes there. And this is a character that hasn't really built a fan base, only being out since 2013. And I don't know what they thought they were going to get with it, but, you know, it is what it is. I think this is obviously one of the weaker shows that they have put out so far. And it has nothing to do with the cast. It has nothing to do with the fact that they're 
Muslims or they're South Asian, Pakistani Americans. It has nothing to do with that. I really think the show was just a big cliche. I mean, we've seen it all before with the exception of the culture that they added. The culture that they added was what made the show good. It was made me interested in the show in the beginning. And that part I have no problem with. I think what Disney needs to do is find a different way to tell these stories. It's getting too cliched at this point. It's the same thing, cookie cutter episodes. It's like when they have those um, neighborhoods in the world that all have the same you know, looking house. It's not really much of a difference on the houses on the, on the block. That's what Disney shows are showing right now. They're just cookie cutters. You can just really take out one character and put in another character. Take out one character, put in another character. You know what's going to happen. Now, there wasn't a big battle scene at the end. They were fighting um, those uh, the government soldiers, but it really wasn't a big baddie fight like they normally do. But it was mostly just Kamala trying to take control of Cameron or really, you know, hide his power. Not really hide his power, but limit him, to give him a chance to escape because she knew what was going to happen if they caught him. And so she allowed him to escape while saving everybody's life and also while getting out there as well, you know, herself because she was a target too. And, you know, it's just a cookie cutter thing. And then they did mention, I didn't want to point this out, they did mention the mutant thing. They played the little X-Man theme that she may have mutated um, genes in her. And here's my thing with that. Kevin Feige, we need to have the X-Men. Get it out there ASAP. Quit teasing, quit screwing around with the little X-Men theme every time you mention it in movies. We want to see the X-Men. You know, quit teasing it. Put it out there. You bought it. You own it. Put it out there. He knows people are waiting for it, so he keeps teasing. And apparently, you know, Miss Marvel may be a mutant too, so I don't even know how that even works. And that's another thing too with her powers. I'm not really too sure how it works. I mean, I would probably have to do a little more research, but they really didn't expand on what her powers, you know, her full potential is i mean you see that she can make light hardened light and you know she can run on it she can block things with it she can you know use it as protection but you know and it's coming from the bracelet obviously but i really don't get like exactly what else is her power you know or how does this fully work and maybe they're saving that for season two or the uh, Meet the Marvels movie that's coming out, which I am not looking forward to. I mean, I'm looking forward to it a little more now with this character. Because I am I want to see what they're going to do with her. But you snuck in Brie Larson in <laughs> at the end. And I'm just, oh my god, I can't, I don't know. I don't know, if it's just something about her that, and it's not just me, that a lot of people don't like. And I don't know. You know, I, I can't really give you a reason on why I dislike this woman so much, <laughs> but I just don't like Captain Marvel. So the whole Marvel's movie that's coming out, I mean, at least you give me uh, Kamala, 
that I can kind of root for and watch and it, you know, help me understand the movie if I hadn't seen this series. But outside of that, I mean, it was just, meh. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good either. Um, it's not as bad as the go woke, go broke folks make it seem, but they, you know, people are talking about how it had the least views of all the Marvel shows. Well, duh, the character's only been out for nine years. People probably didn't even know who she was. And I think they could have done a little better marketing, at least in my opinion. But, you know, give it a chance. You may like it. You may learn something about the culture. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. I do say check it out and kind of get past the whole kid thing, you know, because she does a lot of things where it's like a little animated storytelling type thing. And it kind of gets old. But I really just, I don't. Like, I'm tired of these whole kids superhero tropes. They do the same thing, and it's just... I want to see something different. Why can't a popular kid have power? <laughs> a kid that everybody likes have power. You know, maybe show that. That would kind of throw me off. But it's always the same type anyway. So... So did you see it? What did you think about it? Leave your thoughts in the comments below. And as always, if you want to check out any of my creative work, you can hit me up at www.enigmakid.com. That's www.enigmakid.com. It's your boy Enigma signing out. Deuces.